It's Tuesday, October 26, 2010. It's bad. The latest numbers, I think, are about 3,015 people infected, over 200 dead. Cholera outbreak in Haiti. Volcanoes and tsunamis in Indonesia. BP's oil still in the Gulf. Plus, the Obama administration moves forward on clean energy and fuel efficiency, but Republicans pledge even more obstruction. Fancy that. All of that and more straight ahead. I'm Brad Friedman of bradblog.com. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. This environmental movement is really anti-human. And no one knows anti-humans better than you, Glenn Beck. This is your Green News Report. Today's Green News Report is sponsored by you. Yes, you. You help the Green News Report stay on your mainstream media public airwaves. We tell the truth, but can't do it without your help. Please stop by our website, greennews.bradblog.com, and hit that PayPal button to help contribute to our efforts. We rely on you. You can also PayPal to greennews.bradblog.com. Okay, Des, a lot of natural disasters leading the green news here today. Oh, yes. Indonesia's most active volcano has begun erupting again, and scientists warned Monday that this time around, Mount Merapi could turn into a major eruption. This eruption is occurring just one day after a 7.7 earthquake in another part of the Indonesian island chain triggered a tsunami that killed 113 people, with hundreds still missing. Yeah, and we're still getting more numbers from that. Is this the same area where we had that uh, extraordinary tsunami uh, two years ago. Yes, uh, the Indonesian island chain is an area where three different tectonic plates meet, so it's incredibly geologically active. So the numbers of the dead could grow from that tsunami, unfortunately. It's likely. Yeah. Over on the other side of the world in Haiti, a fast-moving outbreak of cholera has killed nearly 300 people, the Haitian government said on Sunday, and sickened more than 3,000 in crowded refugee tent camps set up after the devastating earthquake 10 months ago. Actor Sean Penn just returned from Haiti and in a CNN interview described the difficulties in responding to the outbreak. One of the things that people have to understand is say, well, don't use the water. The water is contaminated. The only way that people will pay attention to that is if clean water is provided. So whether that's through filtration systems or trucked in water, uh, this is going to be the, the essential element. Water, water, water. The earthquake in Haiti was a huge story until it was knocked off the front pages by the BP oil spill. And folks at the time had warned about the possibility of outbreaks such as this. And I'm afraid the story in Haiti is getting really absolutely no coverage. So kudos to Sean Penn, uh, who has been spending months down there on the relief effort. And speaking of the BP oil disaster in the Gulf, it's just a little over six months since the Deepwater Horizon rig exploded, killing 11 workers and leading to the worst oil spill in the nation's history. Louisiana fishermen reported on Friday they found miles-long strings of weathered oil floating toward Mississippi marshes, and marine scientists from Tulane University and Texas A&M say they've again found substantial amounts of oil on the seafloor just a few days after a federal official said government researchers have found no recoverable oil. Incredible. The contrasting stories we continue to hear coming out of the Gulf. 
And we didn't think it was possible to top BP's gaff-prone old CEO, Tony Hayward, but BP's new CEO, American Bob Dudley, is certainly giving it his all. Addressing a British lobbying group over the weekend, Dudley blamed the media for, quote, <laughs> creating a climate of fear around the spill, and, quote... You, you, Desi, you created a climate of fear! Oh, and he also said, quote, that was a great rush to judgment before the full facts could possibly be known. And this is from the guy who purposely lowballed estimates of the size of the spill for weeks, even when internal BP research showed he knew otherwise. And by the way, he said those who said the rate was higher were scaremongering. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Obama administration is moving forward with the first ever fuel efficiency standards for heavy trucks. The Environmental Protection Agency has announced new mileage standards and emission standards for big and medium-sized trucks like tractor trailers and cement mixers that will start in 2014. And at the same time, the Obama Interior Department announced approval of the largest solar power plant to be built on federal lands. This is the sixth major solar power project to gain approval in the last month. And these are projects that have already been approved by Congress or that the president can approve unilaterally, correct? Right. And that's part of his new strategy to pass energy and climate legislation in chunks in the face of Republican opposition. With the midterm elections next Tuesday, Republicans in Congress say they are confident they will take over Congress and block any future climate change legislation, including Senator James Inhofe, Republican of Oklahoma, who famously calls global warming a hoax, who is practically giddy, saying Republicans would take over uh, the following seats where there are Democrat incumbents. Arkansas, Colorado, Florida, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania, Washington State, Wisconsin, West Virginia, where I'll be Monday, uh, North Dakota, and I think California. Now that's Barbara Boxer. We can win in Delaware, in uh, Connecticut, uh, uh, certainly in uh, uh, in Nevada. Speaking of chunks, all of those folks are anti-climate change legislation. For more on that and the stories we didn't get to today, please check out our website, greennews.bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. They're coming, they're running, running.